This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What does it look like to read the New Testament through the eyes of Native North American storytellers? Keep listening to find out more about the First Nations version. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, 1 Samuel chapter 24 through 1 Samuel chapter 25 through verse 38. 1 Samuel chapter 24, beginning at verse 1. David spares Saul's life. When Saul returned from pursuing the Philistines, he was told, Look, David is in the desert of Engedi. So Saul took 3,000 select men from all Israel and went to find David and his men in the region of the rocks of the mountain goats. He came to the sheepfolds by the road where there was a cave. Saul went into it to relieve himself. Now David and his men were sitting in the recesses of the cave. David's men said to him, This is the day about which the Lord said to you, I will give your enemy into your hand, and you can do to him whatever seems appropriate to you. So David got up and quietly cut off an edge of Saul's robe. Afterward, David's conscience bothered him because he had cut off an edge of Saul's robe. He said to his men, May the Lord keep me far away from doing such a thing to my Lord, who is the Lord's chosen one, by extending my hand against him. After all, he is the Lord's chosen one. David restrained his men with these words and did not allow them to rise up against Saul. Then Saul left the cave and started down the road. Afterward, David got up and went out of the cave. He called out to Saul, My Lord, O King! When Saul looked behind him, David kneeled down and bowed with his face to the ground. David said to Saul, Why do you pay attention when men say, David is seeking to do you harm? Today your own eyes see how the Lord delivered you this very day into my hands in the cave. Some told me to kill you, but I had pity on you and said, I will not extend my hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord's chosen one. Look, my father, and see the edge of your robe in my hand. When I cut off the edge of your robe, I didn't kill you. So realize and understand that I am not planning evil or rebellion. Even though I have not sinned against you, you are waiting in ambush to take my life. May the Lord judge between the two of us. 
and may the Lord vindicate me over you, but my hand will not be against you. It's like the old proverb says, from evil people, evil proceeds, but my hand will not be against you. Who has the king of Israel come out after? Who is it that you are pursuing? A dead dog? A single flea? May the Lord be our judge and arbiter. May he see and arbitrate my case and deliver me from your hands. When David finished speaking these words to Saul, Saul said, Is that your voice, my son David? Then Saul wept loudly. He said to David, You are more innocent than I, for you have treated me well, even though I have tried to harm you. You have explained today how you have treated me well. The Lord delivered me into your hand, but you did not kill me. Now, if a man finds his enemy, does he send him on his way in good shape? May the Lord repay you with good this day for what you have done to me. Now look, I realize that you will in fact be king and that the kingdom of Israel will be established in your hands. So now swear to me in the Lord's name that you will not kill my descendants after me or destroy my name from the house of my father. David promised Saul this on oath. Then Saul went to his house and David and his men went up to the stronghold. 1 Samuel chapter 25 the death of Samuel. Samuel died, and all Israel assembled and mourned him. They buried him at his home in Ramah. Then David left and went down to the wilderness of Paran. David marries Abigail, the widow of Nabal. There was a man in Maon, whose business was in Carmel. This man was very wealthy. He owned 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats. At that time, he was shearing his sheep in Carmel. The man's name was Nabal and his wife's name was Abigail. She was both wise and beautiful, but the man was harsh, and his deeds were evil. He was a Calebite. When David heard in the wilderness that Nabal was shearing his sheep, he sent ten servants, saying to them, Go up to Carmel to see Nabal, and give him greetings in my name. Then you will say to my brother, Peace to you and your house. Peace to all that is yours. Now I hear that they are shearing sheep for you. When your shepherds were with us, we neither insulted them nor harmed them the whole time they were in Carmel. Ask your own servants, they can tell you. May my servants find favor in your sight, for we have come at the time of a holiday. Please provide us your servants and your son David with whatever you can spare. So David's servants went and spoke all these words to Nabal in David's name. Then they paused. But Nabal responded to David's servant, Who is David and who is this son of Jesse? This is a time when many servants are breaking away from their masters. Should I take my bread and my water and my meat that I have slaughtered for my shearers and give them to these men? I don't even know where they came from. So David's servants went on their way. When they had returned, they came and told David all these things. Then David instructed his men, each of you strap on your sword. So each one strapped on his sword and David also strapped on his sword. About 400 men followed David while two hundred stayed behind with the equipment. But one of his servants told Nabal's wife, Abigail, David sent messengers from the wilderness to greet our Lord, but he screamed at them. These men were very good to us. They did not insult us, nor do we sustain any loss during the entire time we were together in the field. Both night and day they were a protective wall for us the entire time we were with them, while we were tending our flocks. Now be aware of this and see what you can do, for disaster has been planned for our Lord and his entire household. He is such a wicked person that no one tells him anything. So Abigail quickly took 200 loaves of bread, two containers of wine, five prepared sheep, five she of roasted grain, 
100 bunches of raisins and 200 lumps of pressed figs. She loaded them on donkeys and said to her servants, go on ahead of me. I will come after you. But she did not tell her husband Nabal. Riding on her donkey, she went down under cover of the mountain. David and his men were coming down to meet her and she encountered them. Now David had been thinking, in vain I guarded everything that belonged to this man in the wilderness. I didn't take anything from him, but he has repaid my good with evil. God will severely punish David. If I leave alive until morning, even one male from all those who belong to him. When Abigail saw David, she got down quickly from the donkey, threw herself face down before David and bowed to the ground. Falling at his feet, she said, my Lord, I accept all the guilt, but please let your female servant speak to you. Please listen to the words of your servant. My Lord should not pay attention to this wicked man, Nabal. He simply lives up to his name. His name means fool, and he is indeed foolish. But I, your servant, did not see the servants my Lord sent. Now, my Lord, as surely as the Lord lives and as surely as you live, it is the Lord who has kept you from shedding blood and taking matters into your own hands. Now, may your enemies and those who seek to harm my Lord be like Nabal. Now, let this present that your servant has brought to my Lord be given to the servants who follow my Lord. Please forgive the sin of your servant, for the Lord will certainly establish a lasting dynasty for my Lord. Because my Lord fights the battles of the Lord, may no evil be found in you all your days. When someone sets out to chase you and take your life, the life of my Lord will be wrapped securely in the bag of the living by the Lord your God. But he will sling away the lives of your enemies from the sling's pocket. The Lord will do for my Lord everything that he promised you, and he will make you a leader over Israel. Your conscience will not be overwhelmed with guilt for having poured out innocent blood and for having taken matters into your own hands. When the Lord has granted my Lord success, please remember your servant. Then David said to Abigail, Praise be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has sent you this day to meet me. Praise be your good judgment. May you yourself be rewarded for having prevented me this day from shedding blood and taking matters into my own hands. Otherwise, as surely as the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, he who has prevented me from harming you, if you had not come so quickly to meet me by morning's light, not even one male belonging to Nabal would have remained alive. Then David took from her hand what she had brought to him. He said to her, Go back to your home in peace. Be assured that I have listened to you and responded favorably. When Abigail went back to Nabal, he was holding a banquet in his house like that of the king. Nabal was having a good time and was very intoxicated. She told him absolutely nothing until morning's light. In the morning when Nabal was sober, his wife told him about these matters. He had a stroke and was paralyzed. After about 10 days, the Lord struck Nabal down and he died. Psalm chapter 57. For the music director, according to the El Tashek style, a prayer of David, written when he fled from Saul into the cave. Have mercy on me, O God, have mercy on me. For in you I have taken shelter. In the shadow of your wings I take shelter until trouble passes. I cry out for help to God Most High, to the God who vindicates me. May he send help from heaven and deliver me from my enemies who hurl insults. Selah. May God send his loyal love and faithfulness. I am surrounded by lions. I lie down among those who want to devour me. Men whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. Rise up above the sky, O God. May your splendor cover the whole earth. 
They have prepared a net to trap me. I am discouraged. They have dug a pit for me. They will fall into it. Selah. I am determined, O God. I am determined. I will sing and praise you. Awake, my soul. Awake, O stringed instrument and harp. I will wake up at dawn. I will give you thanks before the nations, O Lord. I will sing praises to you before foreigners. For your loyal love extends beyond the sky, and your faithfulness reaches the clouds. Rise up above the sky, O God. May your splendor cover the whole earth. Psalm chapter 142 A well-written song by David when he was in the cave. A prayer. To the Lord I cry out. To the Lord I plead for mercy. I pour out my lament before him. I tell him about my troubles. Even when my strength leaves me, you watch my footsteps. In the path where I walk, they have hidden a trap for me. Look to the right and see. No one cares about me. I have nowhere to run. No one is concerned about my life. I cry out to you, O Lord. I say, you are my shelter, my security in the land of the living. Listen to my cry for help, for I am in serious trouble. Rescue me from those who chase me, for they are stronger than I am. Free me from prison, that I may give thanks to your name. Because of me, the godly will assemble, for you will vindicate me. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Oh, merciful God, we thank you for your word. Thank you, oh God, for just the testimony and just the witness, oh God, of scripture, of the conflict between David and Saul, oh God, and David's response, oh God, to Saul. As I was reading that passage, oh God, and how David refused to repay Saul evil for evil, I just thought, my goodness, is if love your enemies was a person, which ultimately is Jesus, but David, you know, points forward to to Jesus Christ, O oh God, who is our King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I just thank you, O oh God, for that that practical witness in the Word, O oh God, about how we ought to leave vengeance and recompense in the Lord's hands and entrusting ourselves to you and living with integrity in what it means to love our neighbors and not well, not only our neighbors, but love our enemies, those who are neighbors who set themselves up as our enemies, oh God, um, especially especially if they're in the household of faith. Oh God, would you help us, give us wisdom, give us discernment, oh God, to know what to do in our particular situations, oh God, when we're faced, oh God, with the, the temptation to repay evil for evil, oh God. And I thank you, oh God, that, that it was David's integrity that really brought Saul some contrition and he felt remorse, oh God, and felt bad and realized the error in his own ways, oh God, in the ways that he was seeking to harm David, oh God, out of his own jealousy and envy because you had anointed, you had called David to be his successor, oh God. So I just pray, Lord, that you would help us, show us, oh God, what it looks like. Give us wisdom to know what that loving our our enemies looks like in our own particular life circumstances and situations that we are in, oh God. Thank you for your word. Thank you, oh God, that you are our strong deliverer, that you are our hedge of protection, oh God, and that we can look to you and call out to you and cry out to you as we see in the psalm for deliverance, oh God, 
and entrust that you will cover us and that you will keep us, O Lord. I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Many First Nation tribes communicate with the cultural and linguistic thought patterns found in their original tongues. The First Nations version recounts the Creator's story, the Christian scriptures, following the tradition of Native storytellers' oral cultures. This way of speaking, with its simple yet profound beauty and rich cultural idioms, still resonates in the hearts of First Nations people. Get your copy of this rich and beautiful New Testament translation today from ivypress.com. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code THE WORD. That's promo code T H E W O R D at ivypress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.